Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. This is Mingus on Tech. I'm here again with Lucas and Tracy from Computer World. We're taking a look at some of the hot topics in tech news right now. And uh, one of the things that jumped out at me this week, uh, Lucas, you had a story about uh, IDC's predictions for healthcare and IT. Right. And the headline out of that literally was that uh, about a third of people's records might be breached in the next year or two. Yeah, they're already being breached. Uh, what's happening is You've got the federal government that has mandated electronic health records. So, right. uh, you know, insurers and healthcare providers have to put your health records in electronic form so they can share that information. Analytics can be been used against it. It's it's a great thing. It's actually a good thing to be able to share that information between specialists, radiologists, other hospitals. Is that already in place? Are people's healthcare records yeah, now all the, digitized? They're in they're in meaningful use too right now. There's three phases to this, so they're about halfway through it, and there's getting a lot of pushback because it's it's a heady thing. Some some hospitals are literally ripping and replacing their systems because yeah. it's it's that difficult to implement this, and others are flying along. Some of the some more advanced hospitals. The problem is that. Healthcare in general has been great with medical technology, not so much with IT technology. Yeah. You know, IT's <laughs> not, surprise. Eh, not so much. Um, and it's funny, I talk to them, they readily admit it. They say, yeah, look, we, we're way behind on that. So now that they're putting all your records online, yeah. uh, the security- What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Right. You throw it out there and- you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's the issue. Um, and the, the, the data in a health record is vastly more valuable than even yeah. like your credit card information. Right, I thought that was me. So you have your social security number in there. And then lots of times you have your payment. Pay I mean, so one thing, like isn't step one to like take your payment thing away from and your keep that separate, yeah. right, one would right. hope. Um, but yeah, that was very interesting in the story about what, why it's so valuable. Yeah, well, fraudulent claims. Okay, so I can pose to be you and mm -hmm. file a fraudulent claim. Well, I broke my leg while well, using your record. Mm -hmm. Or uh, let's say that I wanna, uh, you know, s sell, Medications. Let's say I want to get oxycotton. I can use a medical record to do that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, people talk about blackmailing as well. I don't think that's going to be. Is there? Deal. But I mean, all right. So, is there anything like I, as a patient, can do about this? Or does it really depend on the on the systems that are set up by the healthcare companies? So, and we have to just kind of hope that they didn't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, it's not like you have a choice. I know. mean, your healthcare records are going up regardless, right? It's, it's both ways. It's it's that these uh, IT operations and uh, healthcare providers and insurers have to do a better job of uh, discovering when they're being cyber attacked, when they're being attacked by hackers. Uh, just or, like any other or an algorithm, Just like any other. Yeah. But it's also about education because you have to educate the users, you have to educate the IT staff um, not to open phishing attacks. You, know, you get emails uh, from companies that today look very realistic. I mean, they're using the same logos as, as uh, uh, whatever, UPS or, or United Airlines, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, you get an email and it looks like a company that you've actually dealt with, but when you press that link, boom, they download. Malware. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, that's that's the bad news. It's interesting, some of the good news from the IDC study too, though, was the, the use of, uh, I love this idea of Watson, you know, supercomputing, yeah. high performance computing, yeah. to create very specialized care yeah. for people, you yeah. know, depending on what they're treating, whether it's cancer or something like that. Right. And and also the you know just how much telemedicine has come along in the last I don't know three or four years. I, th 
that figure in the story is what did they say 50% by next year? Well, yeah, they'll be applying it to 50% of the patients, cancer that, patients. That, that seems, yeah. oh no, I was talking about just the um, just having the remote doctor visit. It seems, oh, yeah, that number yeah, seemed yeah. really optimistic. I mean, yeah. I, you know, we live in a part of the country where you have pr pretty sophisticated right. healthcare. Nobody has offered me. I haven't been offered that. I just yeah. had my checkup well, last month. I mean, and nobody's I wasn't really offered right. me. Let me any ask you something. Of, have you communicated with your physician via email? I have. I do. I have a web portal. That's yeah, they virtual. did create that. Okay. That's yeah. virtual. That it's not just, we're not just talking about it's video like a chat. camera where I'm looking at the doctor right. and he or she is Although looking at Although that's going to be part of it. That'll be part. <laughs> Let's say that you're at home, you're convalescing from an injury and he wants to take a look at that injury. He may say, you know, give me give me a look at that. You don't have to come in here. You don't have to wait in my office for an hour. You know, and, and if you're convalescing, hello, you're not very mobile. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's one way that it'll be, it will definitely be used. But on top of that, in smaller ways, like uh, instant messaging or being able to share your records through a portal like like you've well, had about wearables too isn't, isn't there some trend toward you know collecting the data that uh, um, on your wearable so that the doctor yeah. knows exactly what's going on yeah I, you know, yet, that, no. It, no I mean the, yes they can do it but I don't know that a lot of doctors are signing on to that yet because we already have a lot of data to work with yeah. you know you look at just the, the study data uh, that's published in uh, uh, in um, you know magazines uh, Watson's going to be able to collect that Watson's going to be able to collect genomics data it's yeah. going to be able to collect both structured data like in databases and unstructured data so Watson's actually going to be able to read your x-rays or your MRIs and I sure uh, hope Watson's a good doctor <laughs> actually uh, they're, they're offering information to your doctor yes, so okay. more information the better uh, eventually yes and they, they are using some monitoring systems for say diabetics or people with congestive heart failure high blood pressure so they, they have those uh, mobile devices on them now and they are using that I mean my father had uh, heart disease and they and his monitor his um what do you call the little thing they put in Pace here a pacemaker <laughs> the pacemaker uh would actually send Pain, information out, back yeah. to the hospital well we just had an article yesterday about uh is it is google's word the watch for um diabetics so they monitor yep. the, the right. blood sugar I, I, that's one of those things that, that you know it, it clearly starts to feel like we're living in the future now yeah. you know and uh, which is you know i should transition right over to tracy because i want to talk a little bit about predictions for 2016 with some of the things that uh yeah so this was fun uh Every year, Computer World does its uh, own original research forecast 2016, and we ask um, a bunch of uh, sort of senior level IT CIOs and senior level uh, IT people. Um, and as a free form question at the end of the survey, we said, What's your boldest, most out on a limb prediction for uh, the IT industry for 2016? So, uh, and you know, threw out some of the real outliers. Yeah. But um, things tended to cluster around, at, people are super, super anxious about security. And we actually have a story up right now of just about security in 2016 is absolutely everybody's number one. Um, but there were a, a, a lot of, a lot of these predictions were, were clustering around. Um, the entire internet will crash and won't recover. Okay. Which you laugh, but uh, there's a big. All you got to do is pull the plug. Electricity. Well, if the without electricity, breaks, it's all gone, breaks, right? You know? Or just that there's going to be some kind of you know ground zero, massive you know ten point Richter scale crash right, right. of the internet, okay. and not just these you know outages. Right. Um, security breaches will reach such a crescendo that there will be no data left to steal. Which is kind of okay. if a third of your <laughs> well, there health, goes our healthcare data if too. If a third you know? of your healthcare you know, records, but there's are a little gone. bit of a relief. It's like bankruptcy; you don't get anything to lose. So yeah, you know, well, whatever. Once it's all gone, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and related, obviously, cloud computing will implode with disastrous consequences for some companies. That's, you know, I do wonder about cloud computing because there's a lot of companies that have been uploading a lot of their data and they may or may not be really well aware yeah. of where that data is going and how protected it is. Yeah. Well, the other thing is if you're, if, the, if, if that internet goes out, what do you have in the you back You better have closet? a piece of paper somewhere yeah, with what, all your numbers. What do you have that you can still function? Right. And, yeah. and that, that has been an ongoing concern, you know, for people, for the companies just saying, like if it's all right. out there in the cloud. Well, the, the smart company, I used to rep uh, report on financial services as well, and you know, they're not letting go of the more critical data. It's a hybrid um, you know, deployment, so they have uh, a cloud possibly on their own in their own facility, and then they, for for the lesser non-sensitive data, the emails that aren't sensitive, the you know employee you know, scheduling that sort of thing, that that, that kind of information can be kept in a public cloud. Yeah. But the smart companies, you know, they're they're not allowing all their information to be kept in a public cloud. I, but again, right, not. as a consumer, you're like, are you a smart company right. or not? Because <laughs> yeah. that, that's you know? my credit yeah. card. Yeah. Um, so uh, another thing, both kind of two sides of the same coin, this idea of uh, artificial intelligence is really here mm -hmm. getting closer. Um, one prediction, massive artificial intelligence will replace business analyst functions, which is actually... Well, business analysts are probably not happy to hear no, that. No, I know. Shh. It's already happening though, right? Or you need somebody to, right. you need one Massage, person yeah, to bring right. in the report right. from the uh, from the massive art artificial intelligence. And then uh, another issue for IT people as well, systems will be self-healing and self-sustaining. Again, this is the kind of thing That's where- That's machine learning, isn't it? Right, or, or the, it anyway. the, the system is, is watching it own, its own self, so yeah. do you need a sysadmin, you know, or do you need, do you have one instead of an army but of- See, I'm, I'm looking forward to retirement under Skynet. <laughs> exactly. You know, because it can I do, do my our AI overlords. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'll be on the beach. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, you know, I, there are little tidbits of AI, and I, I don't really think we're going to get to the singularity next year. Oh, but, wait, uh, that is a uh, I, that is I, a prediction down here. The singularity will rise. It's okay, on the list. Okay, well, okay. You, if we're not here next year, you'll know what happened. <laughs> um, but in terms of AI, there are little things that I, I'm noticing, for instance, um, with my iPhone and my car and, my, uh, and CarPlay and things. When I get in the car and I'm coming to work and I pop up my map, it, it, the car knows that I'm going to work. It's already got my map, my, my directions mapped out for me. It tells me how long it's going to be before I get there. When I get in the car at 5.30 and head home, it's got the reverse. Mm -hmm. I haven't plugged any of that in. It's What it's doing is it's using the patterns of where I'm going and where I'm coming from. That's kind of handy, yeah. you know? Or maybe now, at you're some just point, boring, if it starts then. sending me off into some <laughs> weird direction, it may not be so good. But, well, uh, see, you get hacked, and then well, you're, and you're suddenly driving <laughs> to Lucas's house yeah. for dinner. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Lucas, let's talk about one of something that's near and dear to you. One of our predictions was Google will make the cars we drive today obsolete within five years. Yeah, absolutely are, not. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. no. Are you kidding no. me? First of all, you can pry my steering wheel from my cold, dead Bingo. hands. That's exactly. Dead that is the key word here. Yeah, and and you know what? Okay, so we're gonna have auto assist. We're gonna have driver assist. Which I like. Okay. I've Which got those great. on my new car. I love that's, them. Are you yep. kidding me? That's that's brilliant. You know, do I want to be able to drive down the highway and, and have my car keep the specific distance between you know my front end and the, and the next yeah. car in front of me's rear end? Yeah, uh, lane changing automatic. Yeah, that's all great stuff. Um, but I think what you're going to see, I was watching, uh, uh, what is that movie, Will Smith, iRobot, was yeah. it? Yeah. So I'm watching iRobot the other night, and that thing was made back in 2006 or yep, seven or something. Yeah, it's been 10 years. And he's, he's driving this really cool Audi, and he's able to either retract the steering wheel or, or you know, go over to manual. And that's where I think we're really going. Now, no doubt Google's going to come out with an autonomous car, no steering wheel in it. I think it's going to be more about the service industry. I think some 
consumers will buy it as yeah, well. Sure. I think you see taxi companies. You know, it's Uber's, like automated Uber is what it yeah. sounds like to Uber me. Uber has literally said when Tesla comes out with a self-driving car, they will buy every one of them. They said literally, if you come up with, by 2020 with 500,000 self-driving cars, we'll buy every single one of them. Yeah. Because they see the business value. There. But the, the delivery, um, you know, we went to the MTech conference earlier this year, and it really is about that inner city, you know, it's it's like a courier service. Right. So you might not want to get in the car, but you'll stick your package in there. Or send your, your car to the grocery to store. Them somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just get in the car, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Got it. laughs> Don't talk to the strange car. And you thought television was bad. Yeah. Well, you know? hey, you got a cabbie or you got no yeah. one in the car. Right. Those are your two choices. Well, so we should all convene next year. I think see. we should come back, assuming the singularity lets us come back. I know. And uh, maybe after we'll the first of the year. I do want to talk maybe in, in the next segment uh, a more about uh, car tech and telematics. There's a lot going yeah, on absolutely. there that I find fascinating. Um, for now, though, unless you've got any other predictions, good. That's a wrap. Thanks a lot.